What's up, smarty people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live and in living color from the Radio What Studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Smarter? It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, where do I always send you? DJLittleRock.com. One more time, DJLittleRock.com. Check availability and get a free price quote, and maybe you could have me at your next event. You know I like to party with the people. The people need to be entertained. Are you not entertained? Make your next thing a big one. Also, if you'd like to tell your story or hear the stories of others, I encourage you to check out my other podcast. It's called What Makes You Famous. Find it everywhere using the hashtag What Makes You Famous. And add me on Spotify. I think I I need some more viewers on Spotify. (laughs) Now, on with the show. Today on the program, interesting facts. You know, I say interesting facts, but uh, I'll let you be the judge if they're interesting or not. Here are some facts. (laughs) The stories behind five uh, common kitchen items. The stories behind five common kitchen items. The kitchen is the heart of our homes, yet no matter how often we use everyday tools like microwaves, whisks, and ice machines, most of us rarely stop to think about how they came to be. Yet the most common implements of food prep have been through many changes. And some of their stories may surprise you. Here are just a few to ponder on the next time you need a subject for dinner table conversation. That's what this is all about. Really making you, you know, just to have something interesting to talk about at the next dinner party. Number one, microwave ovens. Microwaves are electromagnetic waves capable of being bounced off distant objects for radar detection. And microwave ovens actually descended from radar technology developed during World War II. The first microwave oven was developed after an engineer working on a radar apparatus accidentally melted a chocolate bar in his pocket. When shot at food, microwave radiation makes water molecules inside the food vibrate, which creates the heat that cooks your dinner. According to food historian Andrew F. Smith, the earliest microwave oven was brought by by a Cleveland restaurant in 1947. The $3,000 price tag made the new tool more or less unattainable for home use. Smaller, more affordable units were developed by the 1960s, but these were found to leak harmful levels of radiation. By the 1970s, designs had improved and microwave ovens were deemed safe, but it took the partnership of the convenience food industry who created microwave-safe packaging designs and a slew of instructive newspaper articles, pamphlets, and cookbooks to teach the home cook how to use this new tool. As of 2001, over 90% of U.S. homes had a microwave. You have a microwave? Let me know. Number two, whisks. Up until the 19th century, most women made their own whisks out of bundles of birch sticks. This type of whisk was is still used by some chefs for delicate sauces and whipping meringue. <laughs> and it can be great a great alternative for whisking on easily damaged nonstick surfaces. Wire whisks with the classic hot air balloon shape came into use in the early 19th century. 
and the first rotary beaters were patented in the 1860s, featuring one or two interlocking whisks powered by a hand crank. They cut down on the bicep building of work of whisking. These rotary beaters still have their place in the kitchen, and they can whisk meringue in half the time of an upright electrified mixer without leaving dregs of unbeaten eggs at the bottom of the bowl. Cool. Number three, grills. No, not your teeth. I'm talking about grills. Barbecue, baby. Before the 20th century, outdoor meat cooking was done on massive grills, spits, or in barbecue pits lined with hot coals. Hot, heavy, and time-consuming. This was labor usually performed by groups of men and in the South, enslaved men. But in 1897, the charcoal briquette was patented, cutting down on time and labor. And in the 1950s, the classic and compact Weber Kettle Grill, please sponsor me, was developed, developed from a Lake Michigan buoy. Its lightweight design and stylish shape opened grilling to all. When retailers began marketing home grills, they targeted men because there was a tradition of men cooking barbecue, (laughs) but also because men were usually the breadwinners. The thought was that women wouldn't be interested in buying another cooking appliance when they could just use their stoves. By targeting men, advertisers were finding a new market for cooking, and men were being motivated to feel that cooking outdoors over a fire was a very masculine thing to do. To this day, professional grill masters and grill pit masters are typically male. (laughs) Number four. Ice makers, ice makers, ice makers. At the beginning of the 19th century, the ice industry, ice, ice baby, was rapidly expanding. New England was the world's leader in ice production. Ice cutters used new horse-drawn blades to cut off frozen lakes. These, The ice was insulated in ice houses and could stay frozen until the following October. According to food historian Jerry Quinzio in her book of Sugar and Snow, A History of Ice Cream Making, by 1800, ice was being shipped to the West Indies. And in 18, 1833, a Boston ice merchant began making regular shipments to Calcutta. That's in India. How about that? Ice became cheap and readily available by the mid-19th century, which spurred an abundance of ice drinks. The ice would have been brought into bars, soda fountains, or ice cream parlors in large blocks and skillfully chopped into different shapes by the resident bartender. The first mechanical ice maker was patented in 1851 and was designed to convert water into ice artificially by absorbing its heat of liquefaction with expanding air. Initially, the machine was meant to help treat yellow fever patients. Ice makers were first added to consumer refrigerators and freezers in 1953, and the the fridge door ice dispenser we're familiar with today was introduced in 1965 by Frigidaire. Do you have an indoor ice maker? I finally got one after all these years. And it's so convenient. I can get my ice without having to open the door. How about that? (laughs) Number five, straws. 
the earliest depiction of a straw is on a seal found in Sumerian, a Sumerian tomb dated to 3000 BCE. It shows two men using what appear to be straws, taking beer from a jar. Beer brewed in ancient Mesopotamia and Sumeria was unfiltered, so it was full of grain and chaff that floated on the surface. The straw allowed drinkers to access the beer underneath. While most of these ancient straws were made from reeds, museums have examples of extraordinary early straws, including a pure gold straw and a gold and lapis lazuli drinking tube both from the ancient city of U.R. Ur in what is now Iraq. That's pretty cool. Straws didn't become popular again until the mid-19th century America. Cocktail culture was thriving, and rye straws made from rye grain were used to sip spirits from drinks that were packed with ice, fruit, and mint. The sherry cobbler, one of the most popular cocktails in the mid-19th century, made from sherry, sugar, and citrus, became famous in part because a straw was needed to drink it. Paper straws were first developed at the turn of the 20th century as a cheap, durable, and unobjectionable alternative to natural straws. In the words of inventor Martin Stone, for use in soda fountains, they were they were originally made with waxed manila paper to replace the color of rye straws. Today, paper straws masquerade in the bright colors of mid-20th century plastic straws, and some businesses are returning to using straw straws. That's it, made from straws, yeah, as an environmentally conscious option. That's pretty cool. These are five things, five stories uh, behind five common kitchen items. How many of those kitchen items do you have in your kitchen? Let me know. Drop me some comments. Like, share, subscribe. Definitely subscribe to my Spotify. I need some more Spotify subscribers. That's it for this edition of What Makes You Smarter. If you'd like to tell your story or hear the stories of others, I encourage you to check out my other podcast. It's called What Makes You Famous. Find it everywhere using the hashtag What Makes You Famous. That's it for me. It's KeysDanRadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com. Peace.